Hello. My name is Ice. And this is Emma. And we're here on the Dope Podcast. How do I turn that on? Okay. On the Dope Podcast to talk to you about many things, bro. Yeah. Many, many things. A lot of things. A lot of things. And uh, we're here to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, the show that I know none of you have watched. Dude, some people could watch it. Some, yeah. Most, yeah. But we are here to review this as uh, per uh, Emma's request. Yeah, that's me. So we're going to start with episode one, two, three, and maybe four. We'll see how it goes. Now, if I could just find my notes. Now, before we start this, because I'm not prepared, uh, tell us something about yourself. About me? You were the only one here. I mean, I don't have that much. Oh, really? Uh, how did you discover The Last Airbender? Uh, my uh, aunt gave it to me for Christmas. Okay. Um, how many... Uh, you were instantly captivated, I, I assume? Cause that's why you picked it? Uh, not in the beginning. And then I started to watch more of it, and I kind of got, got into it. It was, it was really nice. Did Why did you get hooked? I guess it was kind of just like a different world and it's kind of just an escape from real life. Oh wow, now we're digging very deep here. If I continue to uh... Did you find your notes yet? No, I have not found my notes yet. Uh, so please, um, t tell us what, what we are going to be reviewing after this. After this, we're reviewing uh, Wrestling Weddings. Oh yes, um, now that that's per, per my request, and uh, aren't you excited about that? Actually, I kind of am. Oh, dang, really? Okay. Okay. Ah, I found it, finally. Okay. Now, you probably know the titles already because you watch this show, but I wanted to get the titles of the episode, and then I want you to try and guess the episode's name best bet on what the you know the episode so it's about so what is chapter one called chapter one is called uh just based on the episode boy in ice boy in iceberg how did okay that okay i must have paid some attention so the last airbender started in 2005 wow yes we are very young um and it went to 2008 it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I say that this is a nerd show, but it, t it turns out that a lot of people liked it. It's a very popular show. Apparently it is. So, we'll start off episode one called... Boy and Iceberg. Boy and Iceberg, yes. So we start off with uh, the fire, earth, water, and air elements. Now, before I go any further, how we're going, going to do this, Emma, is I'm going to run down the scenes and then I want to get your thoughts after I run down the scenes. Okay. Alright. So we start off with our intro talking about fire, earth, water, and air are different kinds of air or uh, benders in this world. First of all, if you had to pick between these four benders, what, what would you pick and why? Ooh, that's a good one. I think I'd go with water. Water? Why? You can do a lot of things with water. You can heal people. You know, you can turn water into ice. Or water into wine. It, but now you're Jesus, so you don't want to cross that. 
Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, we start off with a sister and a brother. Now, I might mind you, my my notes aren't great, uh, mainly because I didn't know how to spell the people's names, so I will help need uh, Emma's help in saying the names. Uh, a girl, Katara. Katara, yeah. Sika. Suko. Suko. Okay. Uh, they are a brother and Wait! A... No, it's not Zuko, it's Sokka. Sokka, Sokka, thank you. They are in a fishing boat, and they are fishing, and Gatara is a waterbender, so she's pretty much like Aquaman, and she, like, does all this water stuff. I must also say, I've not seen this show prior to this. So, we start off, and, and then they're fishing, and she does all this water bending stuff. And they talk, and then they get into a rapid current, and they go down this current, and Gatara takes Sika to go left, but he goes right. Sokka! Sokka. And I'm just thinking about this. Now, he's supposed to be the lead, the, the, the lead tribe guy, but if he doesn't know what left from right is, how, how is he a valuable leader? No, he wasn't listening to his sister. He was doing his own Oh, well, right, thing. because he's sexist. Yeah, he kind of was. Okay, Sokka, right? Sokka, yeah. yes, there He's you go. He's uh, So he goes left instead of right, and they get stuck in an iceberg. Katara is getting all mad, and she, she complains about his dirty laundry and says that she does all the work. She gets so mad that she breaks an ice cube, a big ice sculpture in half, and inside there are glowing eyes. What did you think of everything up to this point? I mean, you should listen to your sister, and Katara, she's got some anger. Very much. Now, if you and me had a fight, Emma, would you necessarily bring my stench out? Would that be one of the first things you would bring out? What, what, wouldn't there be more you know, valuable arguments instead of my stench that you would bring out? I don't know, your stench is pretty powerful. Mm, okay. Well, uh, inside of this ice cube is a boy. So naturally, you know, Guitar wants to go and save this boy. And they dig him out of this ice cube. And inside, he, there's a, the, the, this bald, bald boy uh, who looks very, very young. Si similar to Caillou, I must say. Uh, but Nothing of, like Caillou. He does look like Caillou. In no. He does. In Caillou doesn't have arrows pointing to well, his okay, nose. Well, well, I was getting to that point. So he's got this big blue tattoo going around his back, all the way onto his skull, and then pointing to his head. What is that supposed to mean? It means that he's like a master airbender. Oh, okay. So if you get your tattoos, that means you're um, like a master. Oh, okay. I, I see. Um, and then the boy looks Guitar dead in the eyes and say, Will you go penguin sledding with me? I think that would be fun, to go penguin sledding. Isn't that animal cruelty in some points? Harvesting an animal and, hey, I'm going to ride you. I mean, yeah, that's completely awful, but they live in a totally different world than we do. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Uh, so we, so that's our, our first scene. Um, what did you think of the introduction to these three characters before we switched scenes? I think it was pretty good. Like, they introduced them really nice and got it all in there. Okay. What about you? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Gatara seems like you. What? I seem like Sokka. I guess so. But, uh... Yeah, you I really mean... are stinky. 
Yes, thank you for that. Um, I thought it was a good introduction. Uh, you know. Yeah. Finding a kid in an iceberg, that's that's pretty good. Now, first of all, why would you go and help out a stranger? And, like, wouldn't you be alarmed to see a glowing eyes in an iceberg? It would be scary, but then your initial thoughts would be like, oh, geez, someone's in an iceberg. Are they, like, dying or are they still alive? You should go help someone. I would have thought that they would have might have been dead by now. But for some... Now we learned to find out that he's technically 110 years old. Yeah. So we'll get into that later. Um, so we turn into a different scene and we go... Where are we here? To a boat. And... Sorry. Okay, uh, where are we here? My notes. Okay, so we wake, um, we go on a boat, and there's this bald guy who has a ponytail, and you think to yourself, well, he he looks kind of cute, but then when he puts his head up, he's got a burnt eye. His eyes all burnt. And he's got a scar, like he's got burn marks in his eye. He's got a big giant burn mark on his eye, um, and uh, then there's this old man uh, who's playing dominoes. Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. And the bald guy is King Zuku? <laughs> Prince Zuko. Oh, not, sorry, King. Yeah, Prince Zuku. Okay. So we get uh, introduced to them, and those are supposed to be the bad guys. Well, Iroh isn't a bad guy. Well, we're supposed to interpret that uh, from this scene as they are, are the bad guys. We, we know later that they aren't really bad guys. Yeah. Well, the burnt dude kind of is, but... He gets better. That's true. Um, we get to uh, back to Yane, right? Aang. Aang. Okay, so Aang is the bald guy, and uh, he is apparently the last Airbender. So that that's a lot here. And uh, he gets his flying bison. Appa. Appa. And through the whole scene, there is very much sexual tension between Yane and. Aang and Katara. And Katara. And if you think about this, it's very disturbing because he's technically 110 years old. And she's like 15. But he was preserved in the ice. Still, he's like 110. I know, but they don't look at it like that. Like, if he was an old man, yeah. But no, he's technically, like, he's still a child. But... So you would go out with a 110 man even though he, 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 he looks 15, but he's technically 110. He's 12, actually. Okay, just... Metaphorical. If you you were supposed to go out with you know you see see this uh, cute gentleman on the block and you're like hey I'm gonna go with you, uh, but then you t talk to him and you you discover that he's technically 110 for some reason but he looks very young. You you wouldn't be creeped out by that? I not really. I mean, he would still look the same age, but he isn't that age anymore. It wouldn't really bother me. Okay. Uh, even though he's 110, he is uh, very stupid for 110. Uh, but, you know, senile. And he didn't have, like, real-world experience. He was trapped in an iceberg. I suppose that could screw up your brain. Trapped in ice. Yeah. Not good. Uh, they eventually get the flying buffalo, uh, bison or whatever. Flying Oop bison. Oopa? Appa. Appa. Uh, okay... Uh, they're flying on the bison, then it starts to rain. Um, my notes here. And then 
Okay, my notes are not good. It they go back. I don't think so. Someone just hit my truck. I don't think so. Someone just hit my truck. I don't think someone hit your truck. I heard them. Okay, sorry. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Yane. Hey. Uh, Yane. Deal. So, I have this. Jeez, Ace. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so, Ayn, uh gets knocked out, um, I think just because he's weak, because he's been an iceberg, and he wakes up in their village. Uh, in um, Sika and what's her name's village? Sokka and Katara. Katara. And then, um, yeah, so they, they, they discover that Ain is the last airbender and Ain wants to meet Grand Grand, the grandma of Sokka and Katara. Yeah, it's sad that Grand Grand wasn't in more episodes. She was I like... must say, she is a dominant figure. Yeah. She's got a lot of gangster in her, I must say. Um,. So then Ain shows off his flying ability and he crashes to a snow fort. Uh, pretty much everybody loves Ain except for Sokka who thinks that he could be a traitor. Uh, and then Gatara wants Ain to teach her water bending powers because she is not a master yet. Okay, and then Sokka. He tries and teaches some boys how to be a warrior, but the boys have to go pee. <laughs> so they cannot, uh, so, the, so they do not want to stay in the, um, the lesson for Sokka and they'd rather go pee. Now, if you were a warrior and your life was depending on, wouldn't you hold your bladder in for your village? I mean, it depends on how far your bladder is. Like if it's like you have to go like really, really bad, then yeah. You go, but if you think you can last a couple minutes, then you know, hold it in. Okay, okay. Um, and then the cliff notes of things pretty much, um, Gatara and Ain goes off because they want to go penguin sledding. Uh, and the penguins in this have four, they have four arms and two legs. Uh, they go eventually pe penguin sled and they find an abandoned ship. Now, this is a true moment of Ain's stupidity because instead of listening to, to to Gatara who told him not to go on the ship he's like you must conquer your fear I guess so but also Gatara she had like peer pressure and she followed them in there and she shouldn't have done that exactly this is a no notable life lesson kids don't cave to peer pressure yeah don't don't do it it's really bad. That's yeah, so bad because <laughs> then they go on the ship and they get booby trapped. They do get booby trapped. And uh, the booby trap sends out a uh, firework that um, signals signals the fire dudes, and the fire dudes are once again the King Zuku and King Zuku, so Prince Zuku, sorry. Prince Zo Zuko, and his uncle, Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Such a wise dude. And they are the firebenders. And the firebenders are apparently evil. They're taking over the nations. Taking over the nation. Hurting everybody around them, basically. They are domination, the nation. Now, they finally get out of the boat uh, or the ship and they go, go back to the village. But Prince Zuku spots them through his telescope. Zuko. Zaku. And uh, he says, we're going to get him. And then the show ends. 
So that's episode one. We are uh, captivated by the conclusion of uh, what did as the the bald dude and um, you know the guitar girl. What what could their screw up necessarily? But overall, what 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 was your um, first episode impression? First episode impression? Um, you know, don't go into that into ships that could explode or break up yeah they could have died which was kind of fatal yeah not smart on their part no that's kind of my first impression of it now usually the pilot is one of the worst episodes in in the season now i I, i've only watched four and i have to say that's probably my least favorite up to this point i thought though it was a good introductory to all the characters especially the hundred and ten year old man who was flirting with a fifteen year old. Is she fifteen or I thought she was twelve. That's even worse. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I never really knew like their age. No, you don't. Like she looks like she could be a teenager. They do. Um but yeah, you know, it, it, it was good, uh but uh still more to come, let's leave it at that. Let's go to episode two here. What do you think the episode two is called? Ooh, see, I should know this, but I don't. Just based on the episode, dude, do you want to guess? Um, Fire Nation Attacks? Okay, okay. It's uh, called The Avatar Returns. Oh, I should have known that. Yes, you should have. You got that wrong. So every time you mess it up, it... Air hunger goes off, girl. Okay, episode two. Ain and I have Goethe in the notes, but I know it's Katara, but it, it's Goethe in my notes. You're learning. I'm learning. Uh, but is Ain learning from his mistakes? Because they go and they're in deep crap. Everyone is mad at them. Saka believes that indeed they are betrayers because they saw this uh, the thing go off, and then the flare. The flare, and they ban they ban Yang to go, and this was honestly the saddest moment of the whole movie, because a little girl goes up to Yang, and she's got those big animated Aang. eyes. You know what I mean? You gotta stop saying Yang. You know what? Okay, we Ace, we, get it together, man. We establish his name is Aang, just because I, I in my notes his name name is Zane. We know his name is Aang, and this little girl goes up to him, and I will try and, 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 and interpret. And I, I want you to interpret the girl's voice, and we'll see who's more accurate. Okay. Aang, don't leave. Dude. We love you. And then she has a tear in her eye. And then Aang, who really is is a heartless creature, he, he kind of shrugs her off, and it's like, yeah, I love you too. And then he leaves. Now your turn to interpret it. Okay, that was a pretty good one. Thank you. So was it. I practice it. In the mirror. Aang. Oh. Please don't go. Oh! We love you. Oh, that was that. Tear wilders in her eye. It wilders. It is just conjuring in her eye, and it just ah. Oh. I don't think Ang like pushed off the little girl. He's like, I love you well, too. Like, yeah. But I have to go because I don't want to. Well, he could have done it in a better way. You know, he he could have embraced her. I mean, he was sad because he was losing like the people he first met. He's like the only Airbender left, but I mean, he doesn't really know that. Let, let, let's be real. If, if he's flirting with a 12-year-old, I mean, hugging a 5-year-old isn't going to be that bad if he's 110. 
I mean, like, also, he hardly knows the little girl as well. Well, he's flirting with, with the guitar, and, and they only knew, knew each other for like an hour. I don't think it was like an hour. Well, it was definitely not a full day. Like, I thought, like, they met, and then, like, he fell asleep or something, and then he woke up. Well, it's no more than a day. Oh, yeah, probably more than a day. I don't know, I think that when he looked at it, it was, like, that love at first sight kind of thing going on. Do you believe in that? It could be possible. It's bullcrap. Love's not real. Love could be real. Love's not real. It shows right there in Aang and Katara. And it also shown the little girl who's crying because, like, Aang leaves. Like, no, I think her love was, like, friendship kind of love. Like, family, like, friendship, family kind of love. Mm. But what Aang felt for Katara was, like... I love, love you, not oh. like a friend or a family. Oh, oh dang. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, after that, uh, Yane, Yane is uh, chilling with Appa and they leave. But once they're, they're chilling, they see the bad guy shit. And then they're like, oh crap, we screwed up. So they have to go back to to the village. And then uh, Sokka, right? Yep. He's... Um, now, he's wearing this war paint that makes him look like a werewolf. Yeah, I think that's, like, their thing, like, wolves. So maybe he, he was uh, binge-watching, uh, what, what, what's that one vampire movie, Twilight? Is that what it's called? With, with, with were, werewolf Werewolves, dude? yeah, it's Twilight. Twilight maybe he Saga? he was uh, binge-watching that. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> no, my war mo- motivation. Like, it isn't, it, it, it's like, um, like their uh, tribe war paint. Well, he was the only one wearing it. Well, he was like the adult warrior because he's like the only teenage warrior left. Mm-hmm. And the, like, he has to defend the women and children. And the mm-hmm. boys, like, they're just little boys. So he's kind of like the only man there. So he's the only one who wears war paint. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Sika is not a very true warrior because Sokka, thank you. Because uh, he sees the boat and he stands in front of the boat. That is very not a smart decision because the boat is much larger than him. He was standing his ground. He was like, He's like I'm standing my ground. You can't, you can't come in here. But they did but quite they did. easily. Yeah. And uh, first of all, they drive the ship in the snow. And I don't know ship, ship, ships personally. I imagine that there is a reverse on the ships. But if there isn't, they got their... They got their uh, ship stuck because they drove right in the snow. Yeah, that that would be really hard to get out. I imagine there, and there is a reverse option, I would hope. Uh, but uh, Sokka then tries to attack the bald guy who is King Zuku, Prince Zuku. Prince Zuko. Zuko, thank you. Zuko. Zuko. And um, Zaka, Sika does Zaka. not. Okay, we know the name. Yeah, but you keep pronouncing it wrong. This is how you learn. Everybody knows their name. Yeah, but this is how you learn their names. No, because I get so d- d- discombobulated by you. <sighs> I forget Don't it. Don't blame this on oh, me. I will. I will. And then uh, Sika. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. I'm done helping you. Sika uh, just uh, embarrasses himself in front of all the kids who need- needed to pee. And uh, King Prince Zuku destroys him. Uh, Zuku then wants to find uh, the Avatar and he's threatening them and then uh Aang comes back and he's like yo um i'll come in the ship with you if you leave him alone and Aang goes now the true moment of sacrifice 
Like, that was so brave of him. He's like a 12-year-old boy. 110, but yes. 110, but like, he still has that mindset of a 12-year-old boy. As you can tell from his, like, happy, bubbly personality. But, like, how brave of him. But would a 12-year-old make this ultimate sacrifice? It takes some uh, courage for a 110-year-old man. I think his 110-year-old man is showing there. I guess so, yeah. Aang just always had that good, like, I'll stand up for these people personality. Yes. Uh, Unlike uh, Sika... I'm passing. I'm passing over it. I'm done helping you. Sokka, uh, who is very much uh, not a coward, but uh, he's a horrible warrior, and they all leave to see Aang being captured in the boat. He didn't have more, like, warrior training. Remember, like, his dad left when he was... I did not know that. Like, he, he left to go fight in the war. Sokka and Katara's mom died. Their dad left to go help in the war, and... Mm. He didn't probably didn't have much warrior training, so of course he would get beat. Okay, so uh, so it's probably a good thing that the little kids did not learn from it because it would have ended bad. It would have ended really bad. No, yeah, it would have. Uh, so let's see here. Okay, so Sika, okay, we all know who I'm talking about, and uh, Gatara plan to get back Yane, and they go Yane, and they go in a boat, but then the flying bison, Appa, Appa, he comes in the nick of time, and he's like, hey bro, I'll fly. He doesn't actually speak, but uh, he says, yeah, go on me. So they go and take Appa. And then we pan to the boat, and Aang cannot be on this boat more than 20 minutes, and he escapes. He's very clever. That's probably, like, the one advantages of being, like, an airbender. But you you would have to think that, that these bad guys who captured him, like, this is what they've been working to, and they can't hold the airbender on their boat for less than 20 minutes? I mean, I think they really underestimated it. They were looking for, like, a hundred-year-old man. Oh, yes. And they do make that that uh, a main point that Zuku did underestimate uh, the Avatar. So, Aang escapes, uh, but they all also... Um, Aang has a staff. It's like, you know, the su- Superman in his cape. Now, meanwhile... Um, it appears that uh, Emma is receiving a phone call that she must attend to. So if you, I already hanged. Up. Oh, okay. Okay, I Dale's will take this right now. Okay, well, that might sound different. I'm Ace, and yeah. um, we're here, and uh, yeah. So they're on the boat, and um. So yes, the staff is a main focal point. We can't, sorry. Main focal point. Um, just hang on, everybody. Let's just. Okay, we we are back here. Sorry, this uh took uh our attention span away. We have very small attention span. Uh, you do. I don't. Okay. Uh, so I believe we were talking about the staff and uh, Ain. Uh, now, if you would have to think about uh, superheroes or etc., and um, 
you know, like objects that that and then mean a lot to them. What are are the first uh, examples that come to your head? Like random superheroes? It can be random. Um, like you Wonder know, Woman, like her lasso of truth. Oh yes, Thor and his hammer. Oh. Right. Superman and his cape. Come on, oh. let's keep the ball rolling. Oh, okay. Um. Batman and his bats. Uh, Is that uh, a thing? I would say his like his little green lamp lantern in the rain. Oh right. Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah. Flash and his like little jogging suit. Kind of jogging suit. Yeah. I mean, the Flash Spandex. doesn't really have yeah, he, he, a thing. He, he's fast. Uh, Aquaman and his staff. Oh right. Oh, so they just ripped that off of Aquaman. You can't have no, two guys with staffs. No, Aquaman. Oh, he's, they, they he's got the trident. He's got the trident. Yeah. Okay. Zeus had a trident as well, so I'd say those hmm. kind of those two mixed up in like the same thing. Harry Potter and his wand. Oh right. We can do this all night. We can. We could, but we. Everybody could. had a wand though. Well, it's still, it's uh, it's still close to them. Wrong in his rat. Wrong in his rat. Yes. Scabbers. We should review Harry Potter one of these days. Oh yeah. Oh yes, we should. Oh yes. Okay, so uh, they they take take a staff away. So he finds a staff, but it's in I presume is Prince Zuku's room. Prince Zuku's room, yeah. And it's kind of a really poor room. I mean, there's a single mattress on the floor, and there's not much for decorations or you know in, entertainment in that room. I mean, his sole goal was to find the Avatar. He's been banished from his home for two years. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, and his dad burned his face. Dad's burned thing. Yeah, like it shows you a little clip in one of the episodes and oh. it shows like his dad burning Zuko's face. Ah. And his uncle like his uncle is just kind of like his dad and Nasty. he took care of him. Nasty. Yeah. Okay, so they have this epic fight scene that lasts not too long, but Aang wins, he gets a staff, he attempts to leave and he goes on the poop deck of the ship and then he find he sees the flying bison. So he's like, oh, my homeboys. And he tries to get up. But once again, they have another epic fight scene. Um, let's see here. Um, and then they eventually try to escape. Uh, but Aang forgot his staff. So then Soku has to go and retrieve the staff. Sokka. Sokka. And, uh, but on the other end of the staff, they, the, sta the staff was like towards the end of the ship. So he picked up the staff. And Prince Zuku, who we thought fell off the ship, held on to the staff, and it was a really creepy moment. He's got his burnt eye, and it's like ah. Oh yeah, his eyes like it was like I'm gonna get you. It but was a... the most important part of that scene was when Aang like his eyes and his arrow glue up, and he was like in the Avatar state. Oh, did it? Did it? Did it? I miss that. I think you did, cause like I jumped over a lot. After, like, Zuko puts him in the water, like, he gets in the water, and then he comes up, and he's, like, bending water and air, and... Oh, I do have that written down, yes. Yeah, so he's, like, in his avatar state, and he's, like, pushing people over, splashing them with water, and it's... Okay, and... yes, so, uh, Aang goes to, like, this creepy, just this creepy way, and, uh, he whips that boy's butt, and then he gets all weak... From his powers being drained, so then they pop him on the bison, and then uh, Sokka retrieves the staff. But yeah, Zuku, um, who was on the other end of the staff, it was a creepy moment. But Sokka poked him in the face, and they left on the bison. Um, 
Now, meanwhile, when this all has been going on, the uncle, whose name escapes me. Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. He's been sleeping through through this whole thing. And he w w wakes up and says, what have I missed? Um, and then um, the fire dudes try to throw fireballs at the bison, but then the airbender uh, gets enough wind and turns the fire into a bunch of snow, and then the snow lands on the fire dude's ship, and then they can escape, and the ship is destroyed. Now, before we get towards the end, what was your intake of this epic fighting scene? I thought it was, like, a good fighting scene, like, for, like, the first season, like, put it on pretty strong. Yeah, they, had, right they had better fighting scenes later on in the season, but this one, it was pretty good. It was alright. I mean, it took up a lot of chunk of the episode. It was like 10 minutes altogether of all the fighting. So well, there's a lot of fighting. Yeah. yeah. It was a long <laughs> chunk, though. Uh, now, they're on the back, back of the bison, and they say that the plan is to go to the North Pole to learn how to water bend for Katara, and then to find everybody... Uh, Earthbenders and all that stuff to help Ain learns his powers, um, and then Yang Ain says may may maybe you you caught this but did not but Ain says something about uh, we we can go ride some honks or something like that. <laughs> He's trying to go find some like monkeys. But he said like honk sloppers or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Like I can't remember all the animal names because they've got like. They got the weirdest animals in the show, and that's what I really love about it. It's very, very weird, of course. Yes. It's awesome. That wraps up episode two. If you had to pick between episode one and episode two, which one would you watch first? First? Ooh, I'd have to go... you have to go with one. I would pick two. Really? Why would you pick one? I mean, one, you know... If you, like, first start out in 2, and you're like, what the heck is going on here? Why is this two dude doing this, and why is that girl doing this? First episode tells you everything, and it's, like, it's crucial. I do understand that, but I feel like number one is, like, if you're an artist, and you need to, like, draw a picture, but you have to make sure you have all the materials, so you need to make sure you have a brush and a paint. I feel that's what episode one is, but episode two is you start drawing the picture. You start making the picture, and then you, oh, there, there's a bunch of fight scenes. You're like, oh, I, I, I got the picture. I like this picture. Yeah. That's what I feel like. That's good. So, uh, I don't know how long these episodes are going to be. We are currently matched out at half an hour. Oh, wow. So, we could continue to review episodes three and four. Okay. Tell us if I get it wrong. Oh, crap. Okay, um, I hope you get it wrong. What is it. episode three called? I know you'll know four. The Southern Air Temples. Ah! Yes! Screw it, I'm playing this anyways. No, I got it right! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do love that time, but <laughs> I got it right! So good. Okay, so yes, the Southern Air Temple. Now, this one, what's different about this episode is that the director of the two first episodes were by Dave Fetlone? Is that how you say that name? Um, but this time, the director was Lauren McLaurin. Oh. So it was a different director, if that makes anything. But it was a different director for this episode. I could not tell. So they arrive at the Southern Air Temple. And um, they, uh, Zaka is complaining about being hungry. 
hasn't eaten anything. Hasn't eaten anything. He's a grown boy. Uh, but we quickly uh, escape from that and we go to King Zuku and General Chow. Now, Gen Gen General Chow. 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 Is he related to Zuku? No, he's not related. He's just one of um, Zuko's father's army men. Oh, okay. And G G General Chow uh, talks. Yow. It's General Yao. General Yao talking about the Avatar, and he's all mad because Zuku made the uh, cannot capture the Avatar, and he calls him a bunch of bad words. Uh, and then me, me, meanwhile, the uncle. Uh, a bunch of spears, so that's really awkward in the background. Oh, yeah. Kind of have the big talk and just, just buffoon. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, they're back on the bison, and Aang shows off this, um, air trick, and where... No, that's not this episode, is it? No, it's not. No, no, it's episode four. Episode four. My bad. Different thing. So, they play a different air game. They're at the air temple, and there's this big air game where there's like a bunch of podiums and then you stand on it and there's a ball and Sokka plays it with um, Aang. Aang and uh, Aang kicks his butt now would this be a game that you would watch continuously? I mean I would watch it I'd like to play it once see how hard it was well I feel if you're not an airbender you aren't very good at this game I mean, you're not, but like, what if leaf you could be like a waterbender? That might work. Like, you'd hit it hard enough. Don't you need water, though? Yeah, so like, you get like these pouches of water on the side, and you, you just take out your water, and you're like grabbing the ball, and you're throwing it back oh, and okay, forth. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, kind of reminded me of Quidditch. You know, they get a little farsay. Not really. I mean, kind of in the same way, but you know, you don't have broomsticks or you know brains so it, it's not like it but you know whatever i'm sorry let's see lunch um they go in this dark dark temple and uh now they 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 find in the statue of his old master i cannot pronounce his name monkazoo uh oh i'm blanking on his name as well okay it's uh, like a monkey z or something Makiatsu. Ma, 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 Makiatsu, thank you. Makiatsu. Makiatsu. I have in my notes because it auto-corrected. So in my notes it says monkey at Z. <laughs> <laughs> my notes. Um, but he's very old. Uh, and then it flashes back, back to a, a memory of Yane, Ain, and uh, of Makiatsu baking Makiatsu. good cakes. Yeah. And then it concludes with them having this pep talk, and then they use the cakes to throw them at other monks, and then monkeys come and eat the cakes off the guy's head? Uh, they're flying lemur monkeys. Flying lemur monkeys. Yeah, I think that's what they are. Like, they're lemur monkeys. Now. Flying lemurs. This kind of looked like this is an act of bullyism. No, I think it was just like a prank. Like That's what uh, bullies think it is. So like, okay, how would you... So like, if you had this pie filled with cream, and you're living on like this top tower, and you just throw the pie down and hit someone on their head, would you laugh? Well, yeah, but that's what, uh, what like bullies think every time they go and bully someone. They think it's funny. I think it was kind of like, it's really mean. It's really mean. But it was also, I kind of laughed a little bit. Oh, so now you're, you're... I'm not a bully. You're, you're a bully. 
I'm not like I'm not a bully. I'm just I kind of thought it was funny, you know. They got pie on their heads, and now all these lemur monkeys are eating it off of them. That's just disgusting. It's disgusting. And why would you waste funny. good ingredients and a good cake just to throw it on somebody's bald head? Okay, I do admit, yeah, don't waste food. That's no. so not good because no, there's people starving, and yeah, you gotta eat your food. Like, I mean, the lemurs have to eat too, but like yeah, they have to eat. So not in that way. Technically, they were giving food to lemurs in a funny way. I don't know. I think this is an act of bullyism. But, um, okay. So, yeah, they go in, in this creepy dark theme. But before we go there, General Chow. Chow, yeah. Chow. Ban Zuku. Yao? General Yao? I think it's General I thought it was Yao. Chow. I think it's Yao. Yao? Yao! I don't really remember him because he wasn't a crucial person into this. No. Uh, Zuku. Uh, oh, yeah, so he, Zuku is banned from finding the Avatar. And he says that he will not find the avatar. So a very sad moment because General Chow calls him a disgrace to his family and a reason that that's why uh, his or no wonder his dad does not want to be with him. So very uh, you felt for Zuku in yeah, this it's moment. Yeah, very sad. He had he had a sad. Very very sad. So it uh, came as I f I kind of like this because it leads to uh, you know all the bad guys that they aren't truly bad guys. And they're doing this for a reason. And Zuku wants to do this to prove to his dad that he's not a letdown. So if only the Avatar knew that. So Zuku's not a bad person. No, he's just trying to restore his honor in a really bad way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Um, okay. So Yang, Aang then like goes head to head to, to a statue. And he has these really cute eyes. Um, and then they hide behind a statue because something dark and big comes up from the light, and you wonder, oh, what is this? But it's just a lemur. Yeah. And Asaka, who is overpowered by hunger, wants to eat the lemur, but Ain wants it for a pet. So they both um run after him. And if I'm not mistaken, I thought like Saka uh, just pulled up a fork and knife out of nowhere. Where did he get the knife and fork? He must have had it like in his pockets, like ready to I go. Thought, I, I thought he grabbed. It. I could could have been mistaken. I don't think like I don't think so. So we go and chase him into a room. Um. So we're back where it was Chow, and he's being just a douche. And then they eventually challenge each other to a duel. And I can't remember the steps of the duel. But they challenge each other to a duel. Uh, Yang then ch chases the lemur into this room where he finds a bunch of dead bodies. Ah! Yeah. Bunch of dead, dead bodies. And there, in full cloak and beard and skeleton, is the bully Makiyatsu. 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 And, and uh, yeah, hello. What's up? Okay, sorry. Yang um, uh, then starts crying. So apparently he is a 12-year-old. Yeah, he is a 12-year-old. I mean, but, he's um, sad. Like, anybody would sad to see the person that, like, raised them, oh, yeah. like, dead in front of their face by the Fire Nation. Yeah, so the Fire Iron uh, Nation killed Makuzatsu. Makiyatsu. Makiyatsu. Uh, yeah, so it was a good, uh, you know, so he starts crying, but recently, like you mentioned. Um, and then Sokka came up to him, and then Aang starts doing his 
creepy eye thing again because it's Avatar State. Avatar State, yes. Yeah. And then uh, he created the storm, similar to that of Sharknado. Oh. Something that we should also review. I always kind of wanted to watch that. No, it's, it, it, there's like, I think there's like five movies. It's really good. Really? Five movies? I thought there was something some like that. I could be mistaken. Oh, wow. It's a lot. Who would make five movies of Sharknado? I don't know. Apparently it's good. Um, uh, we go back to, to the duel, and there's this really nice song playing in the background. And I was just vibing here. And then King or Prince Zuku takes off his shirt and this man is ripped. Man, this boy's working out. That's what he's been doing for two years. Like he's just been working out. Working out. Yeah. General Chow was pretty ripped as well. Not not to to the degree of uh Zuku, but still somewhat. Uh they they have this duel, it's back and forth. Fails in comparison to that of Yane, the prior episode. <laughs> And uh, it eventually ends with Zuku beating Chao. And as Zuku had a chance to finish him with his fire, he had an act of um, mercy. Mercy, thank you. M mercy, and he leaves. But then Chao was going to strike Zuku from behind. But the uncle, Uncle Iro, thank you, uh, he comes and he says, No, 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 no. <laughs> and then uh, he says that Chao is a coward. And Prince Zuku. Um, is the real leader. So he's got, he's got like a good instincts or something like that. Good instinct, yes. So uh, I get. I don't remember the steps of this. So is like Zuku allowed to find the avatar now? I mean, he was always allowed. They were just like you know, like everybody knew that the avatar was alive, and everybody's trying to find him, and they're just keeping Zuko prisoner. And then they had like this dual thing, and now they're on their way or something. But I thought Chow banned him from. Fighting the Avatar. No, no. Oh, I thought that was the scene about. No. It could be wrong. Um. Oh yes, they they also um in 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 the battle they uh, Zuku performs a leg sweep, uh, in which they so instant replay in anime they showed it three times. It was like a instant replay. That I I really love the replay. Okay. So we took a little bit of a break, but uh, yeah, leg sweep, instant replay, good stuff. Such a great leg sweep. Such a good leg sweep. It was amazing. Uh, again, did you like this battle between the two? The battle was good. It wasn't good with, you know, Zuko and Aang, but, you know, it was pretty good. Would this match to the battle of, let's say, who could I say? Um, Batman and the Killer Moth. The Killer Moth? Yeah, there, there, there's a guy who tur turns into a moth. Oh. I think, I think it was animation, too. I'm just I a nerd. So. Um. Okay, so Gatara uh, then is going to talk to Aang to try and get, get him to his current reincarnation. Um, and she talks more, and, and there's still more sexual tension between these two. Um. And then it finishes with with uh, Ain go going back to his state and they're holding hands. Yeah. Aww. That's sweet. Um, and then the lemur gives Sokka some fruit, and Sokka just picks out. Um, and then they name the lemur. Momo. Momo. I can actually know that name. Uh, but then Momo steals the fruit from Sokka, and then he eats it. 
and that's how the show goes out there. You know, one thing um, in uh, this, Aang's like the only airbender. Oh, yes. And uh, Katara's like the only waterbender in her tribe. Mm-hmm. So they're like the only two people left. But then it doesn't happen because Katara goes and meets the other tribe in like the northern mm-hmm. tribe. So it kind of kind of similar. Like they're kind of the same boat. Yes, yes. So how how was your overall episode three? Episode three was it was like it was good. It's really nice, you know, showing showing mercy. Mm-hmm. But poor Miss Mugiatsu. Yes, poor Mugiatsu. Uh, I did enjoy the episode. Uh, that was good. It's not more fight scenes, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, still Makuatsu is still a bully. No, and this Monkey has Atsu to be addressed. A has to be addressed. Monkeyatsu is a kind, like he's a monk. Oh. He wouldn't like monks. Like he's an air temple monk kind of thing going on, so he wouldn't hurt anybody. Oh. Like physically hurt them. Already, next episode. <laughs> I already know. You know what? Episode. Okay, now so this is our last episode of this review, episode four, called. Um. The Warriors of Kyoshi. Yes, and another different thing about this is the past episodes were written by Michael Dante. He was uh, in each of the three episodes. This time it was written by Nick Malmeles all by himself. So a completely different writer, but just for the sake of it. Stop using that button. Showing up my inner Rick player. Woo! All right. Last one. My butt is starting to get very tired. Yeah, you know, woman, you go look at us. You know, She's not looking at us. Looking at us. No, she isn't. She's looking at us. Well, so paranoid. <laughs> so we start off with Prince Zuku is vibing in front of some candles. And he's mad because they cannot find the avatar. So the rest of the, of the peeps stops at a beach. And Aang sees in this giant fish. And he strips down in his shorts, and he goes in the water. Let me and just tell you, um, I can't do mercy of how good uh, Prince Zuku's body was in comparison to Ains. Ains failed in comparison. He was like a mustard package. <laughs> was his body? Uh, yeah, maybe not the body I thought the last Avatar might have uh, adapted here, but uh, I mean, just an average Joe body is kind of what he had. I suppose. For a very, very long time. So what do you expect? Yeah, I suppose you can do a whole lot of workout when you're consumed in eyes. Um, But still. Um, He's trying to impress Katara when he is on top of this giant fish. At the moment, I thought it was the Loch Ness Monster. Eventually, it was called the the what? The Unagi. The Unagi. No, he was on a like the like the giant koi fish or something. Oh yeah, koi fish. But then the Loch Ness monster comes. And then the Unagi starts to eat that fish, and Aang almost gets eaten. Yes. Uh. So after the Loch Ness monster incident, uh, and they're on the beach, and then ladies in clothes kidnap them. Now, who did you think these ladies were? Not even knowing who they were later on, did you think okay, this guy's like a posse group or gangster? I was thinking like, oh my gosh, posse like warriors or something yeah and they're proving that they are women yeah women of honor yeah go women woman power stand out yep 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 yeah. 
Isn't yip yip how you uh, activate Appa? Yeah, it's like yip yip. Okay, okay. So yeah, fail, fail, fail to mention that. So uh, yip yip is how you make Appa fly. That's his like code word or something. It's his code word, yeah. Um. So uh, they take off the blindfolds and they see it's a bunch of girls and Sokka's being very sexist and be like, so where is the men who fought us? And these girls are like Kyoshi warriors. Kyoshi was um, one of the avatars in Aang's past life. Oh, see, now you're busting out some knowledge here. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, so Aang has like a deep knowledge of like past lives so he can like access his past lives, I guess. Okay. He meditates or something. And so they take off the blindfolds and then Katara's just like, Aang, show them some airbending things. And like he flies up in the air, but when he comes down, he's just like, check this out. And he's doing like this little cool trick with marbles in between his hands and they're, they're flying and spinning around. Yes, and this impresses them. And to a point that there's this one guy who gets really aesthetic and he starts foaming at the mouth. And he's passed out because it's so funny. Like, he's just going like, yeah, yeah, and he's foaming and... I would be very concerned. Uh, hopefully this guy's okay. This dude comes back later in the season. Oh, does he? He does. Okay, because, yeah, he was passed out from all this foam. Uh, so, Ain, yes, again, is the airbender. And the whole episode is about Ain getting jealousy or getting fame to his head. as He's liking all these girls wooing over him, and Katara is getting jelly. Jelly in her belly. Jelly in her belly. Uh, so Sokka f goes to a temple and finds the girls, and he wants to. He says he's sorry, and he wants to learn some training from them. Yeah, and they like graciously take him. But he has to wear a dress. He does, but like, and he's wearing like this war paint again. Yeah, but it's not the werewolf wool paint this time. No, it's like. It's like um, Mulan's wool war paint. Ah, uh, did Mulan have war paint? I didn't. Thought she had ha had like. White. No, she had that in the beginning because she was getting like set up for marriage. Oh. This is, I think, it's similar but different. Like. Okay. Warrior paint, more like. Okay. Um. So he has to wear a dress, and the leader of the women is called Snooky. Suki. Suki notes. Um. And yeah, so they eventually teach each other, and Sokka starts to fight back. Uh, and he's no longer sexist. He's learned his lesson. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Ain then says he's going to ride the... Unagi. Unagi? Yes, the Unagi. He's going to ride the Unagi, and he wants Katara to come, but she says no. Uh, so he's in the water waiting for this uh, Unagi, Unagi. Unagi to come up, and then all these girls are wooing him. One girl's called Coco. Yeah, and she called Ang Angie. Angie, yes, Angie. Um, Coco is very impatient and says, Come on, Angie. Now, could you make an imitation of Coco? Come on, Angie. <laughs> I'm waiting. That, that's very good. Um, uh, so, yes, Coco, Coco is impatient and she leaves. Uh, Gatara shows up and makes sure that he's okay. And Yane's like, Yeah, I'll leave until the Uranagi shows up. And uh, he starts attacking Ain, uh, and uh, eventually Katara had to swim out to him in her clothes. I can't imagine that. That's... I mean, they live, so. Yeah. And then she you, uses her wa water powers to escape, and Yunagi goes bye-bye. 
And then, um... Zuko comes and they destroy the village. Yes. And then, um, while they're fighting, uh, Zuko, uh, they have to leave the village because Zuko's burning it up and everything. So Aang, Katara, and Sokka leave, and as Sokka was leaving, uh, Suki gave him a kiss. I think that calls for, uh, you know, we saw love on the show. Oh, my bad. Uh, Aang and Katara. What's this button? Clapping. <laughs> oh, why did we know we had this? I didn't know we had that one too. Okay, um, so yeah, so, um, Zuku, who, who found out that, uh, Avatar Tar is here from the girls. Or, yeah, Zuku did. Yeah, from many Everybody. other people. Yeah, so he comes and he burns down the town and... Then they leave, uh, but then Ayn, um, as they leave, he gets off of the bison and he starts going back on the Unagi. And he makes the Unagi throw up all over the town, not so it's not burning. Not water to make sure the village didn't completely burn. It's pretty much just puke. So he pukes all over the town and makes sure that the town does not burn up. And then uh, then they leave, and let's see in the episode, our audio is faded here okay i think our audio is good oh ow, ow. okay so that was episode four uh i would say probably the best episode so far oh yeah that was like one of my favorite episodes like showing like the kiyoshi warriors you know using just fans they had no bending and they were just like the strong warrior group of girls Mm-hmm. so so showing that it's not just men who can fight no like they were like strongly like a role model to like girls I'm just trying to find something. You keep 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 talking. Yeah, so it's I just I found it really cool. I was just like it's a girl role model. Like Suki's like a a girl role model. So is Katara, but I always liked Suki the best. She so, didn't have any bending and she was just So is Suki another like is she go going to stay here? She comes back later in the seasons and she's just like this awesome female like no bending just using like fans and just helping out people oh yes she helped out people and she just wanted to do good and she helped fight in the wars and yeah i think it was very nice yes i uh like that so i googled the top 10 best air bending episodes and that uh, this one was not on there so oh. i guess it didn't treat that but but uh you know Ouch. there's a lot of humor in this one though it was good, and we did did not see that burn guy a whole lot, I and mean, his face kind of scares me. His face isn't that scary. Like yeah. he had the worst hairstyle in season one. Isn't it just like the ponytail? Like the ponytail one? Oh, that was like such a bad hairstyle. I think that's a, that's like a gangster hairstyle. Like no, like oh. Yeah, just. I was just like, I was so happy in like season two he got a better hairstyle. Isn't, then he 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 said like bangs or something. I mean, like, season one, he had the ponytail. Season two, like, his hair was cut short, got a little swoop up in the front. And then in season three, it was all so long, it was covering his face. Oh. Yeah. So out of four episodes, who is your favorite character? Um, I like Suki. Why? She's just, like, she's the leader of Kyoshi Warriors. She's really nice. She's a stand-up woman. Women of honor! Yeah! Go women power! Yeah! 
I mean, I don't know how you cannot get behind this uncle, man. Oh, I love Uncle Iroh, too. Uncle Iroh. I mean, the dude just chills, drinks tea. He's like a, a casual uncle, you know, like the uncle who who actually will want, want, want to hang out with. Yeah, I, I really love how he just, he is obsessed with tea. Oh, yes, and Domino's. Oh, Domino's, yeah. Kind of, It's kind of like this different kind of game. I don't know what it's called. Pajo? Pajo? Pajon? I, like I'm not sure. Uh, what I am sure, though, is that we are coming to a conclusion. Good segue. Um, yes, this will do it for episode 1, 2, 3, and 4. Got this all out of the way. Yeah. And coming up, like you mentioned at the start of the show, we will be reviewing uh, WWE's and Impact's greatest wedding segments. Ooh, this is going to be good. Mariah is not familiar with... Emma is not familiar with it, so... Um, she saw it for the first, as Mariah, it, it, it is her mi- middle name, of course. Yeah, we yeah. got middle names. We usually use our middle names. Yeah, because who we are. Yeah, we yeah. like to be mysterious. <laughs> so, yes, the greatest uh, WWE segments of wedding. Uh, and then uh, are we going to continue reviewing Airbenders? That, is that something that we're doing here? I don't know, maybe. We'll look at it in the future. We'll look into it. And if you have any other recommendations, people... Is up. Yeah. Except, you know, nasty stuff. Nobody wants nasty stuff. We want the good stuff, but, you know. Very. There's good, there's bad. Oh, yes. Fine line. All right, so that will do it for uh, this episode. Uh, peace out, down out. Before we leave, though, do you want a final word, a last quote that people will remember you by? If you were, you know. I don't have quotes. Just the same one. Is there, is there an Avatar quote that you like? Uh, I love uh, Avatar quote is uh, Cactus Juice. It's the quenchiest. Yeah. On that, uh, on that note, goodbye. Good night.